It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, January 5th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Do you have weekend plans, Shauna? Um, I know you're off. Well, you're here Monday. I'm here Monday, and, and you're then off I'm off all next Tuesday week. Tuesday to Friday. Uh, no, it's packing, getting ready for my trip. I'm going on a cat skiing trip on Tuesday, um, and my I, I have some issues like some tendonitis and stuff going on in my wrist right now. Mm-hmm. So I've been the last few days uh, just trying to do everything kind to myself to try and just help and you know try and get them better as fast as possible. So I'm going to be doing that through the weekend. Right, you're at the spa. Yep. I've been every day going to like hot and cold plunges and pools and just rubbing weed butter on them things you weed said. Weed butter, I, yeah. everything. Anything you can suggest, honestly, please pass it along as well. Um, but yeah, and like not drinking and just trying to take it easy because, yeah. We were looking at the forecast and it looks like it's going to be fairly cold for your trip. Yeah. It's going to be freezing cold here next week in Calgary, but you're go, you're out in the interior of BC, correct? Yep, and it's uh, it looks like one of the days it might be minus 17, which is going to be cold. So I'm also going to be doing maybe some last-minute shopping, making sure that I've got all my layers in order. But you were saying it's different than if you're just on a regular skiing day because you do get to warm up in the cat. Yes. In between. You do. Uh, that being said, it... Um, yeah, it's still an extensive ride down. It's a way longer run than just one on a groomed run, too. So okay. you do want to be warm. You don't want to be cold. So I did submit my idea for uh, a snowcat name to Fernie. Good. I did, too. Did you? Yeah. You just submitted your best ones? Yeah, but you, cat, nothing beats cat pissed. I really hope that one wins. Cat pissed? Yeah. <laughs> cat yeah. pissed. I don't know if they'll select mine, but... If I win, uh, you get like a, you get your name on the cat, and you get a ride on the cat too. So you could take my ride on the cat. Oh, jeez! If you win, a, everyone wins. <laughs> We're cheering for cat fist. Yeah, I entered for I, Snow Hemoth, I think, and yep. then I don't know one of the other ones. I'm not gonna win, but I just thought, why not? Um, cool. Well, I got yeah. a pretty chill weekend ahead here. I don't think we're going to do much. Maybe, That's my plan, too, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe nice. catch up with some friends we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it should be good. After the insanity of the holidays, I'm actually so excited to just be able to have a chill weekend. Yeah. It'll be great. Especially if it's cold. Yeah. You don't feel bad, just kind of... Totally. Hibernation. On today's show, we're going to talk about essential music viewing, like clips, videos, live footage that everybody kind of needs to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a little victories. Haven't had little victories for a while. A medical procedure that maybe you've had done, but Shauna's friend just had done, and we talk a bit about that. I got absolutely roasted by my nine-year-old Bo. Uh, I roasted you pretty well too. I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah, and you. Yeah, I, took, I got it from several several directions today. Proud of myself. That and more after your out of context clip. Check your panties. Yeah. Check your panties. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of the show, Tina, sent us this video clip of her making her six-month-old baby crack up with the check your panties line. Oh, <laughs> check your panties. <laughs> check your panties. <laughs> that is quickly becoming the tagline of our show. My a God. Stupid clip, that Shauna. Stupid, stupid clip. Check your panties. <laughs> that news anchor, he was trying to say check your pantries for a recall item, and he said check your panties. Check your just... panties so confidently, though. Like, listen to him. Just check your panties. Like, listen to that confidence. 
and then keeps going into this news story and all of a sudden was like, oh, that's not what I meant. You uh, and I have developed a bit of an obsession with it and oh now it's God. spreading to other people good. who listen to the show like Tina and her baby. Spreading good cheer. My, spreading good panties, you know? My kids say it all the time, Sean. The check your panties in our house is huge right now. Oh, that's awesome. Brigham especially, he likes the one where we were making, I forget why, we were making fun of bodybuilder, like their competition swimsuits. Right. Check your tiny bodybuilding panties. <laughs> so he'll walk around saying, He's six. And that's, oh, that is phenomenal. So between that and the show, it's just like constantly stuck in my head. Like, yep. for example, I was I heard this song the other day. Is the Beastie Boys check it out? And I was replacing the lyrics in my head while I was singing. Check your panties. Yeah. Check your panties. You can't not. You it's, can't not. It's in every aspect of our lives these days. It truly is. Yeah. Yeah. People come up to this. Check your panties. Panties. That's instead of saying hello. That's check your panties. Cool. Could you check your panties up another song? I I I thought of one uh, that potentially you could. Yeah. Uh, this one's a bit. Of, you know, Ice Cube. Check yourself. I don't know if I know it. Maybe uh, when I hear it. He says check a lot in the song. So this is just the start. This is how it could come. Check your panties. Okay. And then just wait because he's coming back. Okay. I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. Check your panties. <laughs> and then wait. You better check your panties. Or you wreck yourself because... <laughs> <laughs> Check your panties before you wreck yourself. That's <laughs> for, another version of for it. Sure. <laughs> it works. This one also else. works in context. This was actually my older son Bo's idea. I was like, what other songs have the word check in them? Santa Claus is coming to town. He is making a list. Check in your panties. Twice. Santa's checking your panties, not once, but twice. <laughs> He's going to find out if you've been naughty. <laughs> naughty in your panties. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We've been talking a lot about scatting lately. Yes. Uh, after the scatting that we found in some Christmas songs and the most terrible Christmas song by, was it Buble? It was Buble. In his scatting. Which was just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and then I was working at our sister station in Regina recently, and the song Aerosmith Ragdoll came on, and I didn't realize that there was scatting in Aerosmith's Ragdoll, but. It just keeps going. That goes, Beckler, for a minute. A minute of at scatting? At the end of the song. A straight minute of Steven Tyler scatting at the end of that song. And I was just like, what in the hell? I had no idea that the rock and roll scat was even a thing. When they were writing that song, they're like, well, we could have Joe do a guitar solo here. Yeah. Or. Or. <laughs> or. Steven's like, I've got it. I've got an idea. i got some uh, ideas cooking in here. Listen to me, scat. <laughs> and then he just didn't stop. And they're like, are you going to, like, how long, how we, okay. And everyone's like, ah, I'm not done yet. It is the, vo it's the mouth equivalent of a, yeah. of a guitar solo. Holy crap. <laughs> and then it got me thinking about any other rock and roll songs that have scatting in it. I was trying to think. I was like, do you know any, can you think of any other recollection of this? I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I never realized there was scatting in any rock. Jeez, like not off the top of my head. The um, only other one that I thought of, and I never would have considered this scat at the time, but corn. 
Corn has scatting? Freak on a leash has scatting and actually a few more. So listen to this. This is a scary scat, but it's a scat nonetheless. <laughs> That is scatting. I'd call that beatboxing, Sean. Uh, interesting. So, uh, I suppose so. A lot of people refer to it as scatting, though. When mm. I looked into it, I was like, would you call And people were yeah, that would be a scat. So, okay, so you're right. It's, it's beatboxing because there's more levels to it than just the boo 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 Yeah, and it doesn't sound so, like, freeform. Mm. It's like he's kind of following... He's like mimicking the beat with his. I don't know. It's t- yeah. It's not a, def- a definitive line between the it's two. It's not. I'm actually gonna have to look into the definition of both because I was thinking of that. And I was like, that's just an angry scat to me an when I hear that. Angry scat. He's taking an angry scat. He's taking. It's not like angry scatter over there. Like Steven Tyler's minute long scat Talking. This was still going on in the background. We're still here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My son Bo yeah. uh, likes to remind me that I'm not jacked. Mm. He gets a real kick out of it. I yeah, it's like, pretty funny. One time we were at the beach and someone remarked on all the jacked dads that were there that day, and Bo was like, "Why well, are you here then, Dad?" And just oh, thought he was the funniest. I like. I'm a big <laughs> fan of this. <laughs> you little rat. Yeah, Bo. I'm a big fan, <laughs> Bo. I'm with you. He was bugging me again last night. And uh, McKenna was at work, so it was just me and the boys, and we were having dinner, and he, he, he came to the table, and he pretended to find this note taped to our front door. Oh, my God. So the note's folded up, and on the outside, it says, to Andrew, me, my first name, yeah. and then I open it up, and inside it says, you are not jacked. And oh there's a picture, God. there's this illustration of a guy with muscles, and he's <sighs> crossed out. He's I like, love this. yeah, it's just taped to the door. Just rising you. <laughs> Knowing your weakness and going for it. Yeah, like you... I work so hard in the gym yeah. and I work so hard for the family and to put food on the table and then you just get absolutely smoked. Oh, that's really By good. your nine-year-old. I love it. So I, I like to bug him back and argue that I am jacked. Mm. We, we had just watched, we were watching hockey and Jack Eichel, they were talking about his all-star nomination. I'm like, I'm jacked Eichel. That's me. Mm. I'm jacked Nicholson. I don't think so. And he's like, no, you're not. No, but <laughs> we can go the other way with this. Okay. <laughs> Does he know this? He can get back with you? How? Like Tyweek Hill. Oh. Steve Wee Wonder. No, I'm Jackie Chan. You're Lank Sinatra over there. <laughs> I'm Elon Muscles. You're Mark Smallberg. <laughs> You're Lank Zappa. <laughs> I'm Jacqueline Kennedy, Kennedy Swolnasses. You're Morgan Weeman. Okay. Oh, Tom Le- Wait, Gandalf the Slight. Disrespect. Oh. Skips Legolas. You, you didn't. Oh, you're oh. not. You're not using Tolkien against me. Yes, I am. You wouldn't do that. Don't do it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A friend of mine woke up the other morning and he could barely hear, which absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Just waking up and all of a sudden you can you can hardly hear. He said he woke up and everything was like really muffled and he basically couldn't hear at all out of his left ear. Oh, just the one? The one. Okay. Uh, And then it started to get worse, apparently. And there's this sinus thing that's been going on. So at first he assumed it was sinus related because I've had other people who have said like they're the sinuses are plugging their ears. Yeah, for and sure. Stuff. So he thought yeah. it was that. And then it started to get even worse. And he was like, okay, I'm like, I'm losing a lot of hearing. And it started to really creep out. So finally he went and got it checked out. And uh, well, it turns out it was just a buildup of wax in his ear. 
Mm, okay, well, that's the best situation. Best case scenario. But leading up to this, he was getting so afraid because he listens yeah. to a ton of loud music. And he was like, man, I probably have actually ruined my hearing. And he got that little you know, preview into what it would be if you actually did start to lose your hearing. And he was, he was more, he was terrified of the whole thing. Yeah. You, you, you take that for granted all the time. Don't you, when something's working, you really and then do. When it stops working. Like I, oh, I should have appreciated that. Oh more. no, this is terrifying. Having two working ears. Yeah. So I guess they took one look in his ear and they're like, Oh, we can't even see your eardrum. There's a lot of buildup. So Jeez, what's he been doing? I know that's what I was like. Oh, gross. What's anyway, doing? but as you said, best case scenario. So there you go. But uh, I, the other friend we were with, as we were talking about this, said, oh, yeah, I've had this happen as well. And I was like, oh, wow. And it's a buildup of earwax. And she, too, had to go and get it fixed. And what they do, and I don't know if you've heard of this before, but they like they fully flush out your ears. Have you ever had it done, Charlotte? I have not had this done. <gasps> this is what I, people started. To, have it's, you had it done? I had it once when I was young because I had tubes in my ears for ear infections. Okay. And they had to, like, flush one out. Oh. And it is... The most wonderful feeling in the whole world. It's wonderful. Is that, is that your friends didn't say that? Well, they just said it's a super weird feeling. It is very weird because it feels like they're flushing your brain out. Well, that, they were like, it but feels like, like you're underwater. Yeah, it's warm water and it's so nice. And then when they're finished, you're just like, I didn't oh. realize this kind of clarity was possible. Oh, my God. And I don't know if you could just go have it done. Like if just it's a cause? service that the doctor's office offers at any time or if there needs to be like a medical reason for why you're getting it done but it is wonderful Shauna okay oh my goodness I know some people will do it with like is it peroxide well that's what people they will pour like peroxide in their ears and let it bubble for a bit oh, and that's supposed to I don't know that freaks me out I've never freaky. done that because they said to, to him they're like okay first of all leading up for about a week you have to put olive oil in your ears to soften up the wax and then they're going to go and they're going to get it all blasted out of there, which I was like, this whole thing. What's this guy doing? My God, I know. Like, what kind of jam? He's, how old is he? He's like mid 40s too. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a, all of the wax from his entire life from so his far is built life. up right up in there. Half a life's worth of wax. But then he goes and gets it flushed. So he's going to have that wonderful feeling you're talking about. Man, if you can find somewhere, then we'll do it for you, Shauna. Okay. Well, this is another it's million dollar idea because you know how hydrotherapy spas and that, they're huge right now. This you're talking about Shauna's ear flushing? Flushing that goes in. Yes. You said it's like a spa like feeling. So much. It's incredible. Yeah. I'll come and flush your ears out for you. I'll offer you some hydrotherapy, some ear hydrotherapy. I'll come and. You got a lot of irons in the fire here, don't you, Sean? I sure do. Sure although that one would just be. Dis- I don't know if I want to. I no, guess one friend, nightmare. they were like, do you want to see it? And he was like, mm mm. No. no, I'm good. I don't want to see what's coming out of there. Again, some people are real weird about oh, that. They probably love it. Gross. No, but no, I could do without. Flush them out. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. This oh, is a good reminder. This is. To clean your ears. This is it. And I was going to say, check your check panties. Your panties. Yes. I had mine ready to go for that as well. Yep. podcast. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mike, texted and said, there's these candles you can get now, too, that will also pull wax out. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. So when, I'm, when we were very young, I remember my mom tried this. Was she just had, a regular candle? I don't, I don't know if it was a special candle or a regular candle, but she's like, you hold the candle, and like she had her head laid on the side on the floor, Yeah. and she lit her hair on fire. Burnt part of her hair. Okay. So this is crazy. Yeah. Um, that's really funny, actually. But yeah, I've seen or heard of those those candles before, and yeah, it, it that creeps me out. Like, yeah, a candle with lit like wax and stuff in here. I just 
It's one of those things that I don't want to mess with. It's like your eyes. It's like, I don't want to do this myself just right. in case. Like, flushing out your ears yourself. I'm like, but what if you do it wrong? I don't want to damage my eardrums, you know? Yeah, what if I didn't sterilize the equipment properly first and then I introduce some sort of yeah. bacteria into my brain and I die Anything like that? Anything that gets into your orifices like that. I'm like, I don't want you to get inside my head. No. I'm not going to. That, you can. I'm going to leave the professionals. I'm with that, your okay? eyes, ears. Except for I, Shauna's professional ear services, because then I'll do flushing. it then. I'll do it for everyone else. You, know? you and I didn't, I know I went through, but didn't you also go through a, a neti rinsing phase? Didn't we both get big into neti rinsing for a so while? you really did, and then I tried to get into it, and it creeped me out a bit, so I kind of stopped with it. I tried a couple times, like, mm. I had one of those, like, bottles that you put, it's like a, you have to put distilled water in. Yep. And then you warm it up, and you put the solution in. Yeah, I bought like, one, too. I, yeah, I don't. You, you put it in one nostril, squeeze it, and it goes all the way through and flushes you out and comes out the other side. It's kind of gross. Yeah. But you felt, like, so nice and clear after I stopped doing it because I did it once when I had a sinus infection. Oh, God. And it felt like I had neti rinsed with lava. Oh, like, God. It hurt so much. I laid on the bed and just moaned for a while after oh. that. I was like, I'll never do this again on the off chance that well, something's infected. Like, it's like even like I wear contacts. So I have to touch my eyes all the time mm-hmm. to take in and out contacts. And it's awful because, yeah, the odd time we've saw, like, I, I put oh, your pepper incidents, yeah. The, the hot peppers <laughs> and the nightmares that, like, it, I'm like, I'm damaging my eyes every time I do that. It burns so badly. And then you just have to wait it out and your eyes naturally flush it out. I'm like, this is the kind of stuff that I just wish I didn't have to touch my own eyeballs, you know? Like, Are you good at taking, like, putting contacts in and out now? Oh, yeah, I can do it in three seconds. As long as my hands don't have spicy stuff on right. it, then it's no problem at all, but. So I don't wear contacts, but um, Bo now wears contacts. Oh, nice! And he's pretty young for contacts. He's only nine. Yeah. Um, and my our optometrist said that they, you know I think like eight is about as young as they'll typically. But he was able to do it, so they're like, okay, you can have contacts. Awesome. But I've had to learn how to do it to help him with it. Right. Even though I don't wear contacts. And yeah. Yeah. It it is weird. He's pretty good at holding still. I don't think I would be that still because you know we've talked about even when I had that like piece of barbecue shit in my eye. Yeah. Eyes are just ugh. No, no no one is. It's not natural to touch your own eyeball. Like Cliff, he wears contacts occasionally, or one contact he has, and he doesn't always need to wear it. But like a lot of like he will sports and stuff, and Mm -hmm. he still struggles with it, like touching his own eyeball. It it does take a long time. Like I remember, it took me a while because yeah, you are you are actually touching your eyeball. Yeah, you, you have to be okay and keeping your eye open while you touch your own eyeball. Naturally, you don't want to do that when it goes right into your pupil, right? Because yeah. normally, if something's coming towards you, you close your eyes. That's the protection mechanism that For we sure. humans have. So you kind of have to counter that. Pretty efficient protection protection mechanism at that. Yeah, I don't even kidding. know if I could touch my eyeball right now if I tried. No, it's you, um, psychological. You got to get yeah. Here's a thought for you. So one of my best friends is an ophthalmologist, an eye surgeon. Think of the first time that you ever had to cut into a oh human eyeball. <gasps> like that, I don't even know if I could. I'm getting cringy. No, <laughs> like, I don't want to talk <sighs> about it. That's, and he does it for a living. And it's funny because laser eye surgery does creep me out for that because, again, it's like... Laser uh, creeps me out less than doing it by eyes. hand. Oh. Like, think of a, someone's eye in front of you nope. and you got to be the one to cut it. That's a nightmare. <laughs> Although, when you think about it, think about cutting into anything. Think oh, about I could cut a into a bell. It wouldn't like it. Like a, you think just cutting in through someone's belly like through a, right through skin their... would be way better than an eyeball, don't you think? Oh, I, I don't know. It's ah. all, no, it's all gross. 
The Beckler and Shona podcast is brought to you by Shane Homes, currently building laned homes from the low 600s in the neighborhood of Vermilion Hill. Great location if you aren't familiar with where Vermilion Hill is. It's just uh, south of like the Sutina shopping development yeah. there. So you'd be, you'd be downtown and not too long. For, I mean, for a new development, it's, it's, it's a great spot. Uh, they have a new phase of lane homes available there. Hardy board and detached double car garages come standard. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So, Beckler, there's this new Charmin commercial on right now. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's regarding the new Ultra Smooth Tear Toilet Paper. Uh, and in the commercial, um, they use a couple great puns that I just wanted to, to share with you. Here you go. Wow. This new Charmin Ultra Soft Smooth Tear has wavy edges that tear so much better. I'm starting to get tearied away. Designed with. So that's number one. I'm is, starting to get tearied away. Is tearing toilet paper a real issue for people? Uh, apparently like, it is. We're not strong enough to tear there along the perforations? I or? think, though, it's that it helps you use less, almost. Like, it's just an okay. easier tear. But anyway, here's the next one. Mm. Hmm? Mom, you okay in there? I'm terrific. Boo. <laughs> Boo. But as I heard this, I was also laughing because I was like, okay, they're using some Terry puns in this in this ad. Some some Terry puns. I wouldn't say great Terry puns, Not but they're ones. in there. You know what I mean? Mom, are you okay in there? Is super funny, too. That is really no! fun. Get out of here. Ah! It's a travesty. <laughs> you don't want to see this, kids. Leave me. But Pray for mom. Because of the new ultra smooth tear, though, she's doing okay. She's, doing she's terrific. Terrific. Oh, man. Um, I was like, they should have maybe hired us because we've had the odd Terry pun sure. in our radio program as sure well. Sure, we have. And when it, when it comes to puns, the more the terrier. Uh, <laughs> Boo. Terry Mendes tissue for your terrier. Oh, or your, that's good. Or your front bum if you're a girl, Terry. That's it. <laughs> Your, Put that right in a commercial. Your front bear bum, because they're, yeah. they're the bears in the yeah. commercials. This Charmin bear is like the Terry godmother of TP. Ah. I mean, she is, though, kind of, right? After you mark your territory, <laughs> ditch that terrifying cheap tissue and get Charmin. Oh, that's good. Preserve your toilet paper with the new ultra-smooth tear TP. Don't be a toilet terriest. I was going to say. So you've terrorized the bathroom. Terrorized. You're a bathroom terrorist. No. Now what? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if we could. You that might be a visual that they don't want. The bathroom a a terrorist attack with your, <laughs> your bum. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Little victories. Oh. That's a nice sound, isn't it? That is a nice sound. How would you describe little victories to someone hearing this segment for the first time? Shauna? It's just taking the really simple things, the little things that sometimes you overlook, and going, hey, that's actually pretty cool. Little you know? bits of good news that yeah. we've heard. like Little little nuggets yeah. of, of happiness, little nuggets of good stuff, you know? So, I, I don't know, what the, I, I would call this like a hardwired prairie pessimism that we have, when even if we have nice weather like we've had up until now, people will still be like, well, you know, this isn't good for the farmers. Yeah. Right? There's always, it's always that in the back of your head. Totally. I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he was telling me, my, my mom and dad actually both them were telling me that this actually is good for the farmers in a couple of different ways. Oh. So part of this is based on a farmer they were chatting with and part of it is based on a TV report they saw about ranchers. And I'll start with the ranchers because it's more relevant to around here. Okay. Um, with weather like we've had, cows can graze outside. They don't... So farmers are saving huge money on feed. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. One farmer they interviewed said uh, he's saving 
$2,500 per day Holy on feed. Hell. Well, that's I was like, awesome. I didn't know farmers and ranchers spent that, that much on insane. feed. That's insane. But wow. with exposed grass, they can just feed naturally, right? Yeah. They stay healthier because they're not crammed into a barn in close quarters. They have room to right. be out moving around, breathing. Probably don't spread illness and stuff That's like right. they would. Yeah. And they stay heavier because they burn less energy trying to stay warm. So these conditions have been good for ranchers, okay. according to this report they saw. Well, that's awesome. Moving to grain farmers. Yep. My dad was telling me that grain farmers typically move their grain in the winter. And it's way easier on their equipment if it's if the weather's mild than if it's freezing cold. Even you got to think like the work involved in clearing out a farmyard to even access bins and yep. stuff. There's there's no snow, and in like Saskatchewan, for example, there is no snow. Wow. So there's that. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, and there is, I mean, like there is the moisture thing, but snow doesn't provide a whole lot of moisture anyway. Like yep. a, a big rain in the spring would be much better than totally snow throughout the winter. So yeah. So actually, when people okay. say this isn't good for the farmers, well, it kind of depends. There are some things about this that are very good for the farmers, like saving 2,500 bucks a day on feed. That would be cow. ideal. Uh, yeah. as in, and if we can get just, you know, some big rains, as you say, in the spring instead, that would be awesome. That's the best of both worlds. It's perfect. Little victories. Little victories. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was watching Drew Barrymore's daytime TV show the other day. Ooh, why would you do that to I know. <laughs> it it kind of came on. As you know, I always just leave TV on in the background, so this kind of stuff comes on. And I don't even, I know you're not a big fan of Drew Barrymore to begin no. with. Um, but I left it on. Martha Stewart was the was the guest. So I was like, oh, this should be interesting. So um, it was perhaps the biggest train wreck of an interview I've ever seen in my life. Why? So Martha starts being okay, and she was showing her how to make peanut brittle and all this kind of stuff, but uh, she was having none of Drew Barrymore's bad jokes. So <laughs> Drew was trying to interject all these different jokes about things and like making these off comments. And at one point, like Martha Stewart looks at her and was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so... You hear the audience kind of chuckle. I don't know. That's a good question. She's she's getting up there, though. She's 82. Holy crap. Maybe she's just at that age where she doesn't care. That's what I think has happened. Because at one point she was. She was like the picture perfect, you know, housewife, essentially. And she was all happy in the opposite. And now as she, I think, year over year comes into things, she just does not give a crap anymore. Like not a rat's ass. Well, and she went to jail. Yep, that's it. Maybe she changed. She got hardened she by jail. She changed on the inside. And then she's, you know, hanging out with Snoop Dogg now and everything else. But uh, at one point, um, Drew Barrymore kept trying to ask her very Martha Stewart-y questions as well. Like, you know, how do you tell dinner guests to go home at the end of the night? And Martha Stewart just looked right at her and goes, tell them to go home. <laughs> yeah. Martha's filter is off. <laughs> she's... <laughs> She's just, at that age where she does not care. Holy crap. I just, as you watch this, you're just, it's kind of cringy. You know what I mean? Have you ever experienced a bad interview like this? Like where you see a train wreck in slow motion, you're just like, oh man. Like I've never been involved in one, thankfully. Thank I've, the Lord. Most yep. of the guests I've, we've had on this show that I've talked to have been great. Yep. Right. But uh, yeah, sounds like Martha was a difficult guest. For someone who hosted a show for so many years. You like, think she'd give her. Like you'd know how to like play along at least. Like, I know. Although to be honest, too, Drew Barrymore's questions were the most cliche, like yeah. that dinner guest question. I mean, how many times has Martha been asked that? That would be like the number one thing you ask Martha Stewart. All about the dinner parties, right? Like asking a band who your influences Seriously. are? Seriously. And I think maybe Martha sees it that way as well. Tell them to go home. She was like, just turn off the lights. 
Drew well, kind of just kept going. I'm like, oh, come on. They're conflicting personalities. They you really know? are. Drew's like, do you ever feel like just a big, warm, fuzzy ball of happiness? Yeah. And Martha's like, I was in a federal prison. Seriously. <laughs> so Drew, <laughs> Get out of here maybe Drew too needs to go to prison <laughs> and then she'll become Martha. And Shauna podcast. My kids and I have been watching some concert footage and music videos lately. I told you how we were watching some Michael Jackson videos. Yep. Uh, and then I was showing them some clips of the Beatles yesterday. It was the Beatles' first appearance on Ed Sullivan, uh, their last yeah, show on the rooftop. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I consider this stuff to be part, of, like an essential part of their music education. Totally. You know, if they're going to understand why everything sounds the way it does today, yep. these are some of the, the building blocks of it. For right? sure, So yeah. what else should I be showing them? Can you, can you think of other, was, yeah, clips, music videos, live performances that, you know, if you were going to have a very robust understanding of music, you should see? I mean, Woodstock footage. Yeah, and I think I've, I think I've showed them Jimi Hendrix's Star Spangled say, Banner performance there. I was going to say, that's a huge one, right? I've definitely showed them some Jimi Hendrix clips yep. because I thought it was important that they Absolutely. see how great he was. Um, also, and, one of Brigham's friends is named after Jimi Hendrix. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> Is so it cool. Hendrix? Yeah. That, that's a, yeah. that is a cool name. I really like that. Um, and then the other one I think that everybody talks about is Queen at Live Aid. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, a big one, that's hey? That's a big, big, big one. Yeah. Um, Freddie Mercury with his half a mic stand? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that, again, the scope of that concert and stuff, like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Queen's a, definitely. Yep. Yep. Um, and you, you said you talked like the Beatles. Yeah. And I thought those were the two most important Absolutely. Beatles things to see. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. cause I was explaining to them like how the Beatles broke in the United States and how like overnight it was a sensation. Yeah. And then, you know, was it six years later? They, they were done and never played live again. Yeah. So uh, you could, I mean, always MTV unplugged with Nirvana. Uh, okay. Remember that? Performance? Yeah. That was a huge one because again, Nirvana really influenced obviously mm -hmm. the, the grunge era. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Any other staples? Any other that you absolutely have to see? Those are the, the one, the concert that I was present for that was huge at the time was um, like the Rolling Stones at uh, SARS stock. Oh, that would be a good one because there's a Canadian angle there's, on that too. There like is. Rush played there. Yeah. ACDC played there. Justin Timberlake got pelted with garbage. He did that. I was going to bring up Justin Timberlake as perhaps the main one from that event that you should show him, but part of our heritage. <laughs> but no, um, and that, as you Jeez, said, a massive one for Canada. And that was more recent, right? So for sure. And I know that there was like, um, they put out a DVD, like a high quality recording. Which of I that almost meant show. to get because I was like, I wonder if I could find myself. Probably not. The crowd was massive, but we were actually fairly close to the front. There were like 400,000 people there, wasn't there? There was, but we were in a weird gap because there was a kind of a break in the gates. And I was like, oh. I bet you there would be a way of us to, I mean, we'd be a blur, but mm -hmm. I wonder. I'm going to try and get a hold of that. That's a great one because there were so many huge artists that played yeah. on that bill and, you know, it, you could tied in explaining like this was a benefit for a pandemic yep you've been through a pandemic totally yeah and it would happen in canada yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah and just Timberlake got pelted with garbage and so water bottles <laughs> mostly a lot of water bottles part of our heritage the beckler and shauna podcast my wife mckenna and i tried watching this movie on netflix called rebel moon they're pushing it real hard right okay, now. Okay, I, I was going to say, I it. think I've seen, I haven't seen the movie itself, but I think I've seen the advertisements for it. Or like whatever, you know. on the poster on Netflix, yeah. it's uh, Charlie Hunnam. And I think probably they wanted to use him as some eye candy to lure you in, even though he's I like see. 
not really one of the main characters in it. Oh, interesting. So yeah. it's an interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Zack Snyder, who did 300 and The Watchmen. Right. Yep. Which are two very important movies to a lot of guys my age. Yeah, definitely. So I was like, okay, well, let's check this out. I think they spent a small fortune shooting this movie. And it starts off real strong. Like there's some super intense scenes right off the bat. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Sweet. And then by like the halfway point, I was like, this sucks. Oh no. Like it went, it went downhill so fast. It's like kind of like just mm. jumps from like one plot point to the next. And it's like, it turns out it feels like a really bad Star Wars slash Dune. Oh no. But the problem is that when you watch movies or TV shows with your partner, mm. it could be hard to voice that. Yep. Because what if they're enjoying it? I don't want to be like, this is bad. Hey. And what if McKenna was loving it? And I don't want to ruin her enjoyment of That's it. That's fair. Yeah. So when I realized that it's starting to suck, I just quietly like, slyly pulled out my phone and looked up reviews. I was like, okay, let's see if anybody else is, thinks this movie. And it has like a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So then I was like, okay, I feel justified in voicing my concern now. Mm -hmm. So I said to McKenna, are you digging this? And she's like, no. I was like, Perfect. oh, thank God. We don't have to watch the last hour and a half of this then. Holy crap. So, <laughs> it's a three-hour movie, too? It was long. And I was oh, like, man. No. Nope. That immediately makes me say no. Part one of it. So, I was oh, like, man. Dear God. But if you, I mean, if you if you consume the media by yourself, then you can just turn it off yep. when you're not liking it anymore. Absolutely. And you don't, you're not accountable to anybody. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching with somebody else. Yeah. That's why I've said before, I think there needs to be an app. Well, that was my million-dollar idea. Was that your million-dollar Yeah, I'm don't figured. take this from it. Come on, it was one of the few I had that's actually good. That and the Hungry Vacuum. <laughs> the Hungry Vacuum was a terrible idea. <laughs> no, this one actually... Okay, I couldn't remember. I know we talked about this, but I couldn't remember so, where it came from. It was the like Tinder app for movies where you could swipe right if you were interested in a movie, and so could your partner. And then if you match up, then you'd go and you sit down and you watch movies together. I remember that. Right. And then, yeah, it goes from that to built-in feature where you can like hit a red button if you're not digging it and then if you both hit it the red or the, the green button yeah and so it would be the same thing though because then if you hit red and then she didn't for example then just wouldn't alert her wouldn't and alert I would just her and then you just it. you let you let it go mm -hmm. but then you could have that and yeah if so yeah. you stay and it's you move on you mo great that idea. app should still be developed though the whole thing like that needs to be a thing was one of your better ideas i would say because you've had some stinkers so Th like the, the hungry no, the hungry vacuum, vacuum was a stinker. i still honestly the vacuum that goes um, nom, 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 every time you vacuum come on come on right that and then it burps when you've sufficiently <laughs> vacuumed when you feel like it's clean then the vacuum uh, and then you're good it's a bad idea. You look like and the Cookie Monster and Rebel Moon is a bad movie. <laughs> Both of those things are bad. Bad, bad. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast, brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9 Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X 92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and. Have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.